Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, Cuse Nation? This is Sean alongside with TJ here. Thanks for tuning in to the Cuse Nation podcast. We can be found on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cuse Nation podcast. Uh, sorry, we're a couple days late. Coming off of a 22-point win against BU. Um, yeah, finally won in the right column. Finally won in the right column after a little slide um, and... Um, you know, let's be honest, you know, it's BU. Yeah. More like PU. <laughs> but we've, we've also, we've played them a bunch that I didn't know about actually, They've, right. but they did beat us. They beat us once. I think they beat us. I think they're, they're one for six. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, you know, we had kind of like the, I mean, roles reverse a little bit. We got it. We got probably one of our highs points in the paint was up to twenty four, while we kept them down to sixteen, and that's because of um, Hankerson. I mean, this dude nailed oh went ten for twenty from behind the arc, and it just. I mean, it's only fifty percent, but it feels like every time he launched the ball up, they were going in. Yeah. And Jeez. so that guy was killing us. Yeah, he scored thirty-four points. So um, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, play defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can only oh, they can they, start there. Well, they did play defense on some um, some long shots, and they got they caught two uh, fouling during a three-point shot fouls. Yeah, right. They got two of those. So I mean, you know, you kind of get a little. If you're getting yanked on those, you know, because it's kind of those are kind of hard to come by. They don't get called much. So, yeah. Um, so, wait, how many how many points did they have in the paint all together? Sixteen, and we had twenty four. Okay, well, of those sixteen, they had twelve of those. BU had twelve of those in the first half. So they did something to finally slow them down. Yeah, well, the first half was tight, and then they finally, Syracuse finally just started catching fire. I mean, I think they pulled away in the first half. They only pulled away by like eight at one point, and then yeah. they, they got the gap closed on them. And then, you know, second half comes out a little tiny bit sluggish, but, you know, at home with the crowd, and finally they, they started to control the pace of that game in the second half and just pulled away. Now, I'm not sitting here... Behind this microphone, I'm gonna act like it's some big, huge um, feat to uh, beat BU. But I mean, they played better. They were making their shots. I mean, yeah. So, and they had they had two players off the bench score a combined 45 points. Yeah. Where was that the last few games? That's crazy. I think they even had some walk-ons score. Uh, one of them. Yeah, Bellby. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> 
um, the the um, field goal percentage was above 50, 51.6. And, and, yeah. and threes were at 43, um, call it 44, 43.8. Um, so, John Gillen was a beast from behind. And he was, he was, he was a beast. And I would say, well, you know, White didn't do too bad either. He just wasn't, he wasn't chalking up a ton of threes. He went five for nine though. Yeah. Um, he's just, he's just been the consistent one of the bunch. Yeah. Scoring points wise. No, he hit, he has been between him and Daywan Coleman, who Daywan Coleman, he didn't even play he, that much. He didn't nah, even get a lot of minutes. He only had nine minutes, two points. Yeah. He, I don't know if he started either. I didn't notice it. Yeah, he started. He did start. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Andrew White with 31 points. Uh, he went five for nine, like I mentioned. And you mentioned Gillen, who did beast it. He had the hot hand in the first half for sure. Yeah. And um, although he only went, you know, six or seven <laughs> uh, from behind the arc, um, he had some, you know, seven for nine inside. So... He did good. I mean, 28 points. So Yeah. Um, like I said, though, I mean, the largest lead of the game, we won by 22, but the largest lead was 33 points at one time. Right. About halfway through the second half. So, and only two fast break points. But, I mean, you know, I think it's, you always want to say it's coming together after a good game, but, I mean, they, you got you got to consider your, your opponent. And it was tight in the first half. So, yeah. a little sloppy, too. But um, anyway, do you have anything else about that game? Oh, let's pick a player of the game. Who do, who do you got for player of the game? I got to go with Gillen. He's been MIA for the past few few games, and he shows up, scores 23 points off the bench. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Um, you know, White scored 31, but, you know, he, he's... No, he's White playing. scored 19. Oh, I'm sorry, he 31. 30. He had 31 minutes. You're right, I'm sorry. Um, and, you know... That's really that's kind of low. That's low minutes for him too. Yeah. You know. But anyway, um, yeah. So I guess we'll move on from that. So um, I just wanted to do something real quick. I found this app I thought was super cool. It's called Tunity. Now, if you're ever in uh, any kind of situation at a bar, watching the game, you get you take this app. You open the app up. You. Um, Line up the TV with it. If you're in a bar, you can't hear the TV. Line up the TV with it, and it'll scan it, and it'll actually start playing um, the audio through your phone live from that TV. So if you're ever now, of course, in Syracuse, yeah, you're gonna you get the audio. You're gonna get the audio, but it's <laughs> no matter not, where you are, exactly. You know, but I'm not in Syracuse, and TJ's not in Syracuse, so. Um, you know, every time we go to a bar to watch the game, it's like, hey, man, can you put the Syracuse game on? <laughs> so uh, feel our pain. But you can use it for anything. You can use it for um, football. Use it for the NFL. Yeah. Use it for whatever you want. So anyways. I think it's got a list of all the channels that it's compatible with. So, Oh, really? Just make I... sure it's live. Yeah, make sure it's, it's live. If it's not live, it's going to be like, oh, we don't know what you're doing. Yeah, basically. Because if it's not live and you're not scanning it live, it has no idea. Right. So... Um, now I guess that's it. That's it for, for BU. You had something on some, some fun fact stuff for BU. Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. So some famous alumni that, uh, went there are, uh, Julianne Moore, the actress. She was like in Hunger Games and a ton of movies. Okay. I know. Um, I know who you're Howard about. Stern. 
Howard Stern went to BU? Yeah. Oh, and uh, Leonard Nimoy. Oh, uh, uh, the Spock guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, I mean, that's cool for BU. Yeah. And then also at uh, BU, there's a bridge, which is the only spot in America where a plane can fly over a car during driving over a plane or driving over a train traveling over a boat. So there's a <laughs> train tracks that go over a river and then a bridge that goes a over road. the train tracks. Yeah. And then a plane, yeah, a plane goes over the bridge. <laughs> Has it ever happened? I don't know. I'm not sure. I would say that should be one of those things that you make happen. Yeah. You know and, I mean? um, oh, sorry. No, go. I was just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and so <laughs> in 1917, the Boston Terrier became BU's official mascot. Isn't that kind of funny? Like a, a Boston Terrier, like a little yippy dog. Uh, yeah, that's their team, the Terriers. Yeah. That's just kind of funny. We're, I bro, guess we don't really have any room. We're bro, oranges. We're oranges, bro. <laughs> That's true. The a Boston Terrier could tear up an orange. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on. You, you, you grew up with all the orange juice analogies and the, you know, squirting analogies and all the rest of it. So, you know. <laughs> we have no space to talk on that. Yeah. So, with that, let's, um, you got, is that it? Yeah, I think I think that's all the time we need to spend on PU or BU. BU, BU, PU. Um, <laughs> the the ACC is shaping up a little bit of the same. Uh, Duke ten and one, Florida State ten and one, North Carolina ten and one, Louisville nine and one, um, Notre Dame nine and one, and then Virginia eight and one, and then the rest is you know what you go down to Wake Forest is. Um, our Pittsburgh's the first eight and two team, and then you know you land down towards where we are. It's like six and three. Georgia Tech's five and three, and then Boston College is four and five. So a lot of work, man. I can't wait for conference play because I feel like that we're going to be competitive come conference play. I I do, I do, I, do, I really do. I'm not yeah. just saying that, but I th- we will shape up to be competitive. Now, are we going to beat North Carolina and in, in in Duke this year? I mean, or Louisville for that matter? I don't know. But we can get up into the top five. We can. We can we can get up to the top five. UVA is not the same team they were last year. And we beat them. Yeah. You know, and no one thought we could do it. So um, that's how that's shaping up. So looking ahead here at Georgetown. Um, well, actually, before we go to Georgetown, speaking of conference play, um, we're going to have a third voice on the program, most likely, once confer- conference play starts. And uh, fair warning, he's a Duke fan, so figure we'll have some fun, some dissenting voices here on the Origination Podcast. It'll be me, Sean, TJ, and Ryan. He'll get a name on the banner and all the rest. So um, just a programming update. Uh, now, looking at Georgetown, um, they suck, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're worse than, than Syracuse is, and I don't think they have half the talent. So um, they've got now. Well, they did beat Oregon they, when they were number thirteen. Okay, but what, Oregon's not even ranked anymore. I don't think so. I don't think they are, dude. They beat. Oh no! Yeah, no, they, they are. No, they are. They are. No, twenty second. Yeah. Okay, they are. Um, they they lost against Wisconsin. That was the other ranked team they played. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got beat by uh, Arkansas State. So. 
I mean, I don't know, man. I yeah. don't know. Well, there's there's um, what's his name there, uh, Pryor, who is you know he's this is another guy on, on an opposing team that's hot from behind the arc, and we tend to actually um, people really obliterate us from behind, even mediocre teams that are good behind the arc tend yeah. to score, tend to have really good luck against the zone. Um, I mean, obviously they're taking a lot of them. Um, especially if they can score with them, you know, that's all it's going to take for, for, for an explosion to happen. So we're going to have to be fighting prior. He's going to be throwing up the three ball. He's, um, 32 for 61 on the year. So he's just over, just over 50%, 52%, something like that. So, and he's a good free throw shooter this year. He's, he's 83% from, from the, uh, charity stripe. So. Wow. You know, yeah, this is a guy we don't want to foul, and we don't. Well, we definitely don't want to foul him behind the behind the arc, and you know he's gonna he's gonna drive to the basket too. There's no doubt about it. So, and you don't want to be putting him on the line. So, taking a look up look at this matchup between the Orange and the Hoyas, they score a lot of points. They've had a lot of easy opponents, but they score a ton of points. They're getting into the upper nineties, you know, multiple times this year. So. Besides that, they're really, you know, free throw percentage is hot. We mentioned that with prior. Yeah, we don't want to get into a free throw uh, match with them. No, we don't, because they're 19th, and yeah. this is national, 19th, and we're 259th. <laughs> and so. our uh, three-point percentage, we're pretty close also. 65th for them, and we're 23rd, so. Yeah, which is, I mean, 65th is nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, we're 23rd, yeah. but we could go, we can go cold in a heartbeat. We, it, you know, everybody knows how the orange roll. So <laughs> that's how that goes. Um, their, their turnover, assist turnover ratio is 156, though. We're 11th. Yeah. And um, that's one thing we do need to start doing more is when we, when we steal the ball, actually, we need to steal the ball more. But Syracuse is known for points off turnovers. You know? Yeah, the fast we break. Need, yeah, we need to start capitalizing on those if they, we're going to beat quality opponents. Yeah, they've lived off the fast break. I mean, it's one of, that's why when, I, when, I always, when I'm always talking about tempo and how Syracuse needs to control the tempo of these games, that is the key to winning because they, when they do that, that's what they're known for. And when they do that, it, it confuses team. It frustrates teams. Just take a look at the last, uh, the that that two minutes when they did the full court press last year on UVA. They yeah. can they controlled the tempo. They made them move faster than they wanted to. When you're making a team move faster than they want to, they're taking bad shots. They're making bad passes, and they're they're. I mean, they're discombobulated. You throw them all off. So it's it's important. To control the tempo, and you're right, they're not they're not scoring a lot of points off of turnovers. There hasn't been a ton fast breaks. I mean, you look at you know last year we did we actually did really good. The fast breaks weren't that bad last year. Yeah, and With, uh, Trevor Cooney and Benajay just stealing the ball, and one of them's up there and getting the fast break layup. So yeah, so something we're missing this year. Yeah, you know, I mean. It's early. I think Georgetown, though, I will say this. You know, we look at Georgetown. We're kind of poo-pooing Georgetown, but they're going to be a tough – They're going. it's going to be a tough matchup. Would we love Would we love to just crush them? Absolutely. Yes. We would love to crush them. And I'm telling you, it's possible. But um, 
You yeah, know? and I, I don't really like how close our all-time series is with them. So in 91 games, we've beat them 49 times to 42, to their 42. 49 to 42? Yeah, so if we win one more, we got 50 wins on them. That's but good. Oh, and by the close. way, we're Bayheim's. We're down to nine, so this would be eight. Oh yeah, there this would be one nine or nine ninety two, right? Asterisk. Asterisk. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's looking ahead. There's not a whole lot to say. It's going to be a classic Big East rivalry, um, and you know, that's I love that though. I love yeah. that. Even though you get a little nervous about these games, I was extremely nervous about the UConn game, but you get a little nervous about these games, but you get that old school feel to it. And that's what it's all about. And I think we can beat them, and I think we will beat them. Do you want to guess the score, TJ? The high scoring game. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say let's go with 75 70 Qs. 75 70 Qs. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. 8270 Syracuse. Wow, 12 point win. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I can wow. do it. I think I, I could use it. one of those games, you know. Yeah, well, we just had one. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess a good against a, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got you. So, anything on anything left on Georgetown? Yeah, I got some fun facts for Georgetown. All right, go ahead. Um, some alumni, Bill Clinton and oh, uh good old Bradley Cooper. Oh, really? Bradley Cooper? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, they've also had some really good speakers um, there. Well, I, really good in quotations. Um, Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's right down Kevin the road. Spacey. Yeah. But was Kevin Spacey being Kevin Spacey or was he Frank Underwood? <laughs> I mean, no idea. I couldn't tell you. All right. Is that it? It's in a hellhole. I mean, it's D.C., dude. Yeah. I mean, that was really it. There wasn't too much interesting things on it. And I don't want to say too many good things about Georgetown anyway. So Exactly. (laughs) Um, So, all right. With that uh, quick episode here, just trying to get you caught up. Um, Wanted to let you know we're going to have another host on soon. We're going to get – the whole format's going to change a little bit. And we're just going to try to keep it to a half hour. But – We'll have a Duke fan on. It should be fun. should be interesting. And he's my brother, full disclosure. It's my brother. And he grew up in Syracuse with me. And he's still in Syracuse. So uh, that's it. All right. Hey, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Orange Nation Podcast. And for TJ, I'm Sean. We're out. We should see you next Saturday, hopefully. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu podcast. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.